0: Okay. Uh, welcome back to the Construction Game podcast. Um, we've got a special guest in today because I um, we've been looking pretty hard to find a, someone who's been through the apprenticeship scheme and to have a chat about them, what it's like uh, flowing through that, that part of the industry. And generally, it's, it's pretty hard to find someone who's happy at, at a young age to come on and have a chat. So we're lucky enough today have Chris Swan, um, who's a young electrical apprentice here in Ballarat, um, and we're going to have a chat. So welcome, Chris. Thanks for having me. Um, just to uh, start off, mate, I always say the same questions. Tell me a bit about yourself um, so everyone else out there knows who you are, where you come from, what sort of family you got. Um, so, yeah, obviously, my name's Chris.
1: Um, born and bred in Ballarat, uh, attended St. Pat's um, from Year 7 all the way to three, through to Year 12 with uh, Hamish and Zave, who work here at BaseCon. Um And then after school finished, I sort of always knew I was never really going to go to university, Um, was never really sort of something that I wanted to do, keep schooling. Um, So I always knew that I was going to be in a trade of some sort, but never knew really what direction that I was going to go down. Um, Leaving school, I worked with a builder actually for six months and they were really good, but it just got to a point where I was sort of, I was interested, but I knew that Probably electrical was more my calling. Uh, leaving them couldn't find a job at the time, just because it was a it was a hard time for apprentices to really find jobs. Uh, but got a job at Sovereign Concrete, which was actually pretty handy at the time. Just taught me general skills that you know I hadn't learned. It was always good to learn something new. And then ended up finding an electrical job, which the first one it was all yeah it was good learning curve. Um, it unfortunately didn't work out, but then it led to finding my boss that I'm with now and it's been four years and yeah, it's been excellent so far. So it's been really good. Um, and even as a kid growing up with my dad, he's taught me so many skills and people that I've been around since a young age, it's really helped me to
0: uh, get to the point where I am now really. Okay. So interesting point you, you said there that you didn't feel like you were going to do anything academically at school, that you wanted to do a trade, but- um, you made the point you didn't know what trade you wanted to do. Um, why is that, mate? I mean, it's, it's usually, is it just I want to be a tradie? Is that the the thing? Because, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do if, if schooling isn't your thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it was just, it was
1: more the hands-on aspect of that I wanted to be out and about. I didn't want to do another four years of being in the classroom. Um, it was the, I like, as you would know, I love socialising and um you know growing friendships and as a trade person I find that yeah everyday work is you know really good and it's all about building that relationship with clientele and you know meeting new people and I just loved that sort of aspect and that thought of actually going into a, an apprenticeship is you know you're going to um yeah meet all the new people and stuff like that and it's yeah it was just really drew me into it
0: so why um, I mean You've, you're an electrician, so why did you end up choosing electrician? I know you said that you know, you tried building and a few other things, but what, what actually was the thing that resonated the most with being an electrician? I think just for me personally, it was the aspect of
1: just the the little things that you get to do and at the end of the day, seeing a switchboard all come together – And just knowing that you're actually transforming someone's life or even making that area safer when you leave. I know like with a lot of the stuff that we do now with uh, switchboard upgrades and stuff, it's actually, it's really fulfilling knowing that I've made that, you know, rental house safer or I've made that person's house just that little bit safer. To me, that's just, it's an aspect that really brought me into
0: that. Yeah, that job Mm. really. Because it's an interesting trade. At, At school, you probably don't see a lot of experience around being an electrician. Um, and it's I guess it's the one thing that you probably only get to know once you're doing it. Um, so it, it's interesting because you hear most kids who are coming out of school want to be a carpenter because they can do woodwork at school. Um, you know, they don't do plumbing. They don't do electrical stuff. Um, they, I guess they only do the stuff that you don't have, a, have the major licences for and there's a big risk factor in it. And I guess we don't blow schools yeah. up. Um, so it just so has it been, was it a little bit of a, I'll just go and have a look with you and we'll try it and see what happens? Or
1: Yeah, so throughout school I got to do work experience at O'Brien, or Laser Electrical, which is now O'Brien's here in Ballarat, and that really sort of just drove it home that it was actually probably something that I really wanted to do with my life. Um, learning that hands-on aspect – and even just doing the little things that they do, just really drove the nail
0: home. Really, that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, good, awesome. So let's let's talk about the industry a little bit, and I'm going to touch on both your industry, as in specific trade, plus construction in general. How have you found as a young bloke um, coming straight out of school? Now you probably started apprenticeship. Oh, I guess probably the norm now. If you go back a few years earlier, than that it was they left in year ten, so sixteen, seventeen. You probably you came out when you were eighteen. Started when you're eighteen. Um, how have you found the construction industry in general? As in, like, a place to work. The people who are in it, it's been it's been really good. Um, especially
1: if you find a company or just someone that you can really work with well, and finding a place that you actually want to go to work. I feel so many apprentices find a place and a business in construction that it's just a job to them. Where I was lucky enough to find a business that I actually. It's more than just the job. Like I love turning up every morning and, you know, I've got a great boss. I've got a great another apprentice that I work with. It's more than just a job to me. So, yeah, that makes it really easy to just turn up to work and it's working in the construction industry when you have someone like that it opens your eyes to everything else. And it's, it's, yeah, it's been really good.
0: Yeah. And I I honestly, I can sit here and tell you that's not a very common story. Um, you probably hit the nail on the head. A lot of guys go into trades because they think that's all they can do. Um, and I, I honestly feel that there's a lot of employers out there who use apprentices as cheap labor. Um, you, surely you know blokes that have been through that.
1: Yeah, and it happens a lot more than you think, and often it happens to a lot of your family, friends, and it's sometimes it's not really brought up, or it's like emotions, it's sort of bottled down. Kids won't talk about it if you know work's not going that well. They don't want to change, but I think, in honest, opi- in my honest opinion, I made a change when I wasn't really happy in a place that I was working, and it's it's the best thing I did. Mm. And it's brought me to where I am now and I wouldn't change that for the world. I think it's, it's not how it used to be, you know, 20 years ago where if you're working for someone that you didn't really want to work with, you sort of just go, oh, well, I'll just stick with it because I've got to finish my apprenticeship. Now it's finding a place that you actually want to work and sticking there for the long haul, not, you know, working somewhere that
0: you don't want to work. Well, that's good. I mean, you, you had the maturity to make a change. W- what were the things at the first place you didn't like?
1: Oh, it was just... Yeah, it was a bit old school, just the harshness and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just when you don't really want to turn up for work, it just makes it that little bit harder.
0: So you're saying harshness as in like that old gruff. Yeah, that
1: old sort of old school.
0: We're not in that sort of style anymore. No, things things have changed. Things have changed. And the industry is still full of it. I mean, here here at BaseCon and BaseApp, and that's something in my in my business, we, we stamped out and have tried to stamp out since day one. We want to make the industry a better place to work that, you know, if you're good at a trade, does it have to be that gruff, horrible place? Um, and it shouldn't because, you know, there's decent people out there. It's a good job. You can earn a good income from it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's – you sort of – I don't think that anyone should be working in a place that they've been bullied or, you know, been pushed to do stuff and treated like – excuse the expression – treated like crap.
1: Yeah, no, you're exactly right, though. Mm. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, what's the most rewarding thing that you have found? Forgetting about your trade, as in being an apprentice, you've already highlighted that you actually like helping people and and doing doing something that you feel likes a benefit to others. What's been the most rewarding thing about working and your work life? Probably just the growing skills that I've learned. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not
1: just the skills that you learn on the – on the tools, it's, yeah, the social aspect and stuff like that and being able to work good hours so that I still can go to football, um, you know, and you still can have that time on weekends, you know, you're not working, you're having that work-life balance, which I think can be so hard to find sometimes.
0: Um, but, yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, it's awesome. So what advice will you give? Now, this is, a, this is a really, really good question, I feel, for people listening out there. Um, a young bloke now looking to do an apprenticeship, okay? You said it's hard to find it, yeah, when you came out. I think that's pretty much the same anytime. It's just finding that person who's going to take you on. What, what advice would you give to somebody who's looking, okay, you know what, I want to be in trade. Would you recommend, number one, they stay at school or would you suggest they do it earlier? Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one because it
1: really is up to the individual to start with. I find that, you know, obviously everyone is different, Um, At the end of the day, I think whatever you're comfortable with is going to be the right decision. Like don't let someone else talk you into something that you might, you know, regret down the track, but don't be afraid to try 50 different things. Doing one thing for two years and then maybe deciding that it's not for you, it's not going to change your life. You know, you will take great skills out of those two years. It's, It's the way you look at it and it's the opportunities that you take on. And then in the future, you might come back to that first thing that you tried, but it's about, yeah, just taking those opportunities and just trying different things. Isn't like That's a part of life is just growing up and being able to, yeah, just mix socially and you might try different jobs and eventually you might find that one. So really, it, yeah, it's just taking your time and just finding what you really want to do.
0: Th- that's a very good relaxed attitude towards life. Um, I think your parents might have a fair bit to do with that. Um because, you know, there's a lot of people who come out and, and I think this is the same advice for anyone who's going to university is it doesn't matter if you go and do three years and it's not right for you. Um, it's more about just having a go at things and, and seeing what comes of it. Um, I, I just want to, a lot of people who listen to this podcast, made are in, in construction and in a small business and running their own business historically apprentices have been looked at, and I, t- I touched on this earlier, is as cheap labour. So we employ them and we you know, we get them through to getting qualified and then generally we part ways with them or the business will part ways with them because then they've got to pay them a full wage. How do you feel about that? Because you're just coming towards the end of yours. I know you're nearly there. You're six months off or something, so. Um,
1: yeah, well, I've been lucky enough to build an extremely good relationship with my boss. Mm. Um so it comes down to yeah, it's more than for I know for both of us it's more than just finishing your apprenticeship and you know packing up and leaving, um, which is which is really good because I know people from you know where I go to school, um, a lot of the companies in Melbourne and stuff they will just get rid of apprentices once they finish their fourth year, um, they won't keep them around as an A grade so there's so there's going to be so many people in Melbourne that finish up and. It's just their jobs are up in the air because they't don't, they don't know where I will have the comfortableness of knowing that if I want to stay in the future that it's it's a guarantee okay you know? and that's and that's a good culture to be around is knowing that you have job security and it's it's more it's a much more comfortable environment to be
0: in okay so you're a twenty two year old kid you've gone you've doing, been doing your apprenticeship since you were seventeen nearly eighteen um, what sort of things do you look for from your work that w- makes you hang around other than just working for a nice bloke? Because there's more than I'm, – I'm sure there's more to it than that.
1: Uh, I think it's just, uh, it's just the building relationships, as I touched on before. But to me, it's putting a smile on the face of a client that honestly just makes me happy. And it's the conversations that you have with people because especially domestic, what we do, I'm meeting new people every day. But it's also good – to meet with people that I've done work with in the past and gaining trust from my boss and it's just, yeah, that's it's the really satisfying part of my work hmm. is knowing that, you know, we both trust each other and we build good client relationships and that's good client relationships is something I got taught from my dad and... Yeah, it's just – that's what's really built up to.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, uh, w- what I was touching on is about what your boss offers you. So, like, I mean, things like having your own vehicle. Um, is it a wage? Is it time off? Is it good holidays? Is it good perks? What is it? Because but the people out here will be going, you know what, I've got a really good apprentice. How do I, how do I hang on to him?
1: I, th- I think it's, it's give and take. It's just give and take. Like, my boss has given us a van and a fuel card for the van. So, like, we're not driving our own cars and stuff like that, which is really good. And – yeah, as you said with um, days off, it's more, you know, if we want a day off there or two days off there, he's really lenient. So it is that give and take. But if, you know, he needs us to work a Saturday, it's that understanding of, yeah, that's fine with me because, you know, I'll pay that back as you gave me two days off, you know, the other month. So in that way... That's really good, and we respect that a lot. And it makes you want to work harder and more often because you know that it's going to be repaid in the back end of things.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's nice. Um, righto, so you're about to wind up this fourth year thing, um, which means that you're then qualified, which means that if you want, you can go out on your own. I guess that's what qualified means is you can do certain tasks without having to be signed off by other people. Um, what's the fu- future hold for Chris Chris Swan.
1: Uh, I'm not actually sure yet. I did have this conversation with my boss the other month. It's more, I think for me right now and where my head is at, it's just getting to that point of sitting my exams and then looking to the future. I mean, it's fine to think about it for a second, but it really doesn't mean nothing if you get to the final goal and you can't get over that last hurdle. So I think for me, it's just spending the next couple of months really knuckling down and, um, finishing my exams and, I guess taking it from there.
0: Yeah, right. So it's not a it's not a dream of yours to run your own business, or you know, I, I, a lot of people come through. I, I speak to a lot of young people in the trades, and you know, oh yeah, I'm going to finish my time, and then I'm going to go and set up my own, which is the commonplace. I, I'm really impressed with this conversation that you've got an employer who you actually would consider hanging around with, um, because they put a lot of time and effort into apprentices. And they
1: do, and. Over the four years you build more, it's more than just a boss relationship and I think that's the the feeling that you get when it's getting to the sort of the pointy end of things is that it's like, well, I know as the sort of character I am that I'd want someone if I'd put the time in for them to put some time back in as well. So, yeah, it's a massive thing to think about and you just think it's a no-brainer sometimes because you're like, well, they spent the last four years giving me, you know, all that knowledge, all that time and, yeah, you really do want to pay that back.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, mate. I, I would. I'm prepared to say here. I don't think you're the stock standard apprentice out there. There's a lot of kids who don't have your attitude. Um, the fact that you feel that you weren't academic, I think you've uh, probably uh, discounted yourself a little bit. You've gone through and done a four year apprenticeship of, of an electrical trade, and uh, because you're interested and applied, you're doing it quite easily. Um, so, well done. I think it's, um, it's a great effort. I am looking forward to seeing what you do in the future. And thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me.